Hey everybody, welcome to episode 58 of Two Views Movies Podcast. What's up everybody, welcome back to Two Views Movies Podcast, a spoiler-filled podcast by two guys who love watching movies almost as much as we love arguing about them. I'm Garrett. And I'm Carson. And we are back with another one of our infamous preview episodes where we are talking about the movies that are coming out next month, which just happens to be October 2018. October. But first, we are going to get to our giveaway. So we want to thank everybody for sharing on Facebook and Twitter. And those people were put into a hat. And we are going to give a two views prize. And our winner is... Kristen from San Francisco. So we will reach out to, to Kristen to get her two views movies package. All the way out to the West Coast. I know. We got some got some reach. Yeah. So uh we'll send it out uh we'll get in contact with Kristen and uh send send you your care package. Yeah. So congratulations. And uh maybe do another one of these in the future sometime. We'll see. Yeah, maybe a, maybe a little Christmas gift. Christmas gift. <laughs> that soon? Okay. <laughs> All right, so now that we've given away some prizes, which is a first for us, let's uh let's go right into these movies because October is it's busy, yeah, especially in the front, yeah. So let's start with I know something near and dear to your heart, Venom, Venom, on October fifth with Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy and Riz Ahmed uh, is the bad guy, I believe that we're led to believe, yeah. Uh, directed by Ruben Fleischer, who did Zombieland and Gangster Squad. Yeah, okay. I, I was a fan okay. of Zombieland. Gangster Squad was a little yeah, yeah. not my favorite Baby Goose movie, but you know, it's out there. Sure. What are your thoughts? Because you're you're a comic book guy. You're the resident comic book nerd of the podcast. You are a the resident Spider Man fan on the podcast. So I, I am very interested to hear your thoughts. So we've seen Venom before in Spider Man three. Topher Grace. Yes, which was terrible. Terrible casting, terrible well, the de- whole movie. De- depiction of, of Venom. So the fact that he gets his own movie, one, that's awesome. The fact that it's not rated R is not awesome. Because uh, Venom eats people, so let's just put it there. But the reason they kept him uh, at PG-13 is to get him, hopefully, into the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Once, so Hopefully, Sony is thinking that they can... But why are those Parlay. why are those mutually exclusive? I don't know. Logan has been in plenty of PG thirteen movies, and they gave him an R movie. But he's not part of Spider Man's lore. No, I agree. I guess what I'm saying is that why does a standalone Venom film have to play by the ratings? Is it just so that the kids that would eventually see him in the MCU would have been able to see this movie? Yeah, if he somehow comes into the new Spider Man movie and they they. They overlap, and then they go back and see. I don't know. And, I don't know. and their, that, and their was, fear is that maybe they missed out on the Venom backstory because they made it R. I don't know. Okay. I, that, that's just the, the reason I saw was because they were hoping to morph these two together okay. at some point. But I guess I was never under the impression that this was going to be anything other than PG-13. Was there rumblings of that? Did they oh, say yeah. that? Okay. Oh, yeah. They were, they were trying to play for an R, and then uh, they backed it down. And so okay. apparently there is a... There will be a director's cut version to where I'm guessing is unrated, but I'm guessing it'd be the R stuff that they cut out. So, okay, looking forward to that. Okay, but I mean, you cast Tom Hardy, and you're already in the right spot, right? And so Tom Hardy does does not make bad movies. 
Mm. Um, we should have done some research on we that. We should have. <laughs> I, just, I just made that statement as I'm running through my head, but I can't find one, so I'm going to go with it. Right. So Tom Hardy, he's, he's a good actor. He's, yeah. He's a, he's a great actor. I'd put him at a great status. Yeah, um, he's good. And so if you're, you're putting him in this already, we're off to a good start. The, the trailer is okay. Um, the interesting way that they, they've done Venom is more of an internal monologue between him and, and Tom. So that's, that's pretty accurate. Um, my problem, and even, even the Venom, when he's as Venom, I think the only way you can do that is, is CGI. And it oh, yeah. And it doesn't look bad. Uh, it's not great. Because how, I mean, you make a guy that has a giant tongue and teeth, and it's going to look fake just from that side, that standpoint of it, but it's, it doesn't look terrible. There are scenes in the trailer that look better than others. Yes. Yeah. Namely yeah. when we go half Tom Hardy face, half venom. I, yeah. I, I cringe. Well, and that's hard. And even when he's talking, I mean, how do you make somebody's lips look accurate when you have monster teeth sure. like that? And so it's like, how, do, how would that even work? Yeah. You know, so there's some of that disconnect, but I like what I've seen so far. My biggest concern is this is going to be the same Iron Man versus Iron Man, Black Panther versus Black oh, Panther. Oh, sure. They show it. And so it's it's Venom versus another symbiote. Yeah. And so it's a uh, that, that that's all we see. And so that's is it Carnage? Gosh, I hope not cuz that's a waste of him in the first movie. Uh Carnage is a uh Spider-Man villain that's a piece of a venom that's supposed to be even more brutal, more serial killer esque, and and I hope they don't use it for that. But that's basically what they're doing, from what I've seen. Yeah, well, they show another symbiote tearing up an, a lab, right? And then they was that or was that venom? No, it looked gray and hat. I just thought that was it looked un- unfinished well, venom. It looked different to me. But then the other giveaway is that there's that scene at the very end of the trailer where. Riz Ahmed is inside a symbiote, and so is Tom Hardy. And oh, I didn't see him in that. I just saw it being ripped apart off of Tom Hardy. No, there's a scene at the end of the trailer where Tom Hardy's on the left in in Venom, and, but it shows him like the symbiote's open and like exposing Tom Hardy's face and body. And Riz Ahmed is in another symbiote across from him inside of the body. And to me, that's the worst CGI shot of the whole trailer. It 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 does not look good at all. And that and that's disappointing because that's that's what I dislike the most about black panther um again you have the hulk who did the same thing iron man the same thing it's there, there are other villains that you can use that just, that's different than your hero right <laughs> you know i think sometimes they feel the need to take somebody like venom and put him up against somebody like another venom like person so that you can quickly establish the sense of power so that if you then take him and lop him over into spider-man you've understood that scale of power, I think. So they they but, don't want to have him come off and take off like just a human bad guy because then it's like, okay, what? Well, sure. And, and Venom is an anti-hero. He's not even a, really a hero. He's a villain. Yeah. But he does team up on the good side every now and then, you know. And so with Eddie Brock as Tom Hardy's character, again, he's more on the the killing people side. But you can have other villains, even if it's, you know, the rhino, you know, a better depiction than we got from <laughs> Andrew Garfield's rhino. But there are other villains out there in the Spider-Man world that that could go against Venom or even make one up. You know, I'm even okay with that. That's not the exact same thing as he is. Yeah. And so that's where I feel this is going to fail for me um, when that's your main bad guy. Yeah. So the first time I saw the trailer, 
I thought it looked pretty good. And I've seen it a lot since then because we've seen a lot of movies and they keep showing it. And every time I see the trailer, I think less and less of this movie. Uh, I'm genuinely worried. Like the, some of the jokes they try and do don't really come off well to me. Like when Venom talks about eating the guy's legs and arms, you'll just be a turd floating down the street. Like, right. it's like that's kind of bad writing. And then Tom Hardy's quip right after that of, Oh, sorry, I've got a uh, parasite. parasite. I'm like, I don't think I don't think those wah. scenes are the, the same, but, but no, yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, in the trailer, yes. My reservations is I feel like we've seen the whole movie. Like I don't know what else they're gonna add to this beyond. I feel like they've shown us step by step the entire movie. Yeah. Uh, where I'm excited for this is we have an introduction of Venom, where he came from, and I'm hoping he does morph into the rest of the the MCU. Yeah. And so we do get to see Venom versus spider-man and you know all that so i'm gonna like this movie because it's <laughs> i'm glad you're getting that out uh, right now because it's venom <laughs> i do like venom uh and it doesn't i haven't seen anything that makes me absolutely write this off already sure i just have my my concerns yeah so i'm, I'm with you i i i haven't written it off but I, my expectations are are very low i mean even scanning down the list of movies that we're going to talk about today we led with venom and it's actually my least anticipated movie of the month uh every other movie that we have to talk about today i want to see more than venom not i <laughs> i well that goes without saying <laughs> so do you have a, a floor and a ceiling where you think this is going to come in uh my floor is at a three okay because um, again it's it's in that world and and i like that world uh ceiling i think it gets no better than a four but it's gonna it's gonna work to get there okay yeah, I'm at a I'm a half star down from you, which is about right. Normally with Marvel, it's probably a a full star, but this is half Marvel, so half, Marvel. half star. So <laughs> I'm at a floor of two and a half and a ceiling of three and a half. I I just don't from what I from what I've seen from the trailer, which usually you try to put your best foot forward in the trailer. If that's the best foot forward, I'm I'm concerned. I'm hoping that's like the first half of the movie. Yeah, and then we get something complete. I, I know but that's how not often, what's going to happen. Yeah, I, I know that's not going to happen. happen. I know that's not going to happen. But that would be awesome. Yeah, if that's just the intro right piece of what we've seen, and then we get something completely yeah. awesome. But to your point, I guess I feel like I don't have a lot of questions about the movie going no. into it. Uh, we see what we're getting. Yeah, yeah, which to me, I mean, this isn't a this is a very very far preview to bring this up. But the Captain Marvel trailer to me that just came out, I have nothing but questions when I see that movie. Well, which is a good feeling for me because I I like having questions about movies that I want answered as opposed to Venom where I'm like, meh, okay, I think I've seen this whole thing. Yeah, and not to get on Captain Marvel, I just don't think that Captain Marvel showed me anything cool. That that's uh, probably fair. But... Uh, I'm excited to see Captain Marvel just because it's Captain Marvel, sure, and not because of what the trailer did, right? Um, but Venom. I think Venom does some cool stuff, although I've seen it, like you mentioned, 10 times already, so it's not going to be cool when I see it in the theater. Right. But I think if I just walked in, I was like, oh, that'd be that'd be cool. Yeah. Just the way that he uses his, his body and whatnot. But, sure. So, yep, there we are, Venom. Okay. Yeah, Venom. All so right. This next one is one you're really excited for. Yes. Bad Times at the El Royale. Yep. Still coming out on the same weekend. Same weekend. So yeah. we're already stacking on Venom and Bad Times. I put this on my watch list the second I finished the trailer. And I've never done that with any other movie. I saw the trailer, and I'm like, oh, we're going over to Letterboxd right now and adding this to the watch list. I, The cast looks fantastic. It's got a ton of people in it. I mean, obviously, you got Chris Hemsworth, you got Jeff Bridges, John Hamm. I'm leaving out a bunch of other people. 
Uh, it looks intriguing. I'm not quite sure I understand what's happening. I know there's a hotel room that people can spy on other people, but so it feels kind of sinister clue yeah. to me in a way. Um, Chris Hemsworth looks like a hippie drug lord gangster that's gonna maybe interrogate some of these people yeah like, <laughs> again that goes back to what we just said with venom and captain marvel like i have way more questions than answers and the trailer was constructed so well the music where that lady's singing in the room and on the two-way mirror but then the the way they show up the names at the end my only complaint and i think you had this too when you and i first talked my only complaint about the trailer was uh, they, they do kind of give away that Jeff Bridges, who appears to be a preacher, is not a preacher, yeah. a, a preacher, or at least a, a good guy. A good guy. But my hope is that if, by giving that away in the trailer, it must not be something pivotal to or early the movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I, I cannot wait for this movie. And at the B&B we go to by our house, they have a huge cardboard cutout of bad times at the El Royale and they have for like the last several months. Every time I walk in to see a movie there, I'm like, Oh, that looks so good. I can't wait. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know that there's a whole lot to talk about other than, yeah, well, it's just intriguing. John Hamm. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, even some of his lines in, in the trailer, you know, are, are great. The, yeah. um, Jeff Bridges. I like, I like him. Yep. Um, I hope he, he doesn't he, talk he, terrible. He in this don't, movie. You don't like him. No, as, I, I, as I a really, cowboy. I really like Jeff Bridges. Yeah. It's just the last few movies he's been in. He's purposely talking like he's got a mouthful of marbles. And I don't understand if that's a choice he's making or if Jeff's just getting old or what's happening, but yeah. And then of course you throw a Thor in there and I'm, I'm on board. Yeah. And, and He's not played a villain before. No. If he is even a villain. I don't know. They give you the illusion that sure that that is. Because I think there's a girl talking in the trailer about something, about someone. And we're and then we're led to believe it's him. And you immediately cut over to him. So, yes, you're led to believe that he's menacing of some kind. Yeah. Yeah, I, I cannot wait. I love movies that... I'm not quite sure what to expect, and this is one of them. So I know we didn't talk about the director, but it's Drew Goddard who did another Chris Hemsworth movie, Cabin in the Woods, but he's written a lot of movies. Like he's been involved with Cloverfield, and I think he's getting ready to direct the X-Force movie. So he seems fairly competent to me as a writer and director, and I'm sold on the trailer. Well, trailer guy did his job. Yeah. So if this movie sucks, trailer guy should get an Oscar. Yeah, absolutely. That's... Yeah, they give those for, for trailers. They should. They, they should sh have trailer awards. They, they should have trailer awards. I wonder and if they maybe people would pay more attention to what they're putting in trailers. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's called box office numbers, right? Like <laughs> the box office is really opening good. weekend. Yeah. yeah. So, so what what is your floor on this one? Well, considering I audibled at the last second because I refused to let you put a higher score on this movie <laughs> than me, uh, I have a floor of two and a half and a ceiling of four and a half. Okay. And then that's what you had. I stole yours. You, 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 did, <laughs> you did steal mine. Yeah. I put it at two and a half. Uh, I don't think it could go below a two and a half. Yeah. Unless it just, really from what I've seen, I don't think it could go completely off the rails to where it, I'm Agreed. Like, and so it's at least a two and a half. Yeah. And then it has, it has all the makings. I mean, I could even go up to a five. Yeah. Just to one of you one more oh, time. Oh yeah. No, I, I mean, but, if <laughs> I mean, it no. went like a weird Tarantino route of, I don't, you know, it could go so many ways. And if it really sneaks off into a pretty cool way with some twists in it and some key scenes, yeah, it it could be, I have a lot of hope for this movie. In fact, I probably shouldn't be at a floor of two and a half. I should probably be at a, at a three. It's hard to imagine. I mean, if I walk out of this and give it a three, I'm going to be very disappointed. 
it's not one of those movies where I'm walking in like, okay, maybe three and a half, four. Like, I got a lot of hope for this movie. If this is a three or below, we need to hunt down Trailer Guy. Yeah. And, yeah. And give him all the kudos possible. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So I don't know how we find out who makes trailers uh, or, right. or particular movies, but we, we do. Because excellent job. Yeah. Excellent job. And I'm kind of surprised that I haven't heard any rumblings of this. Because usually screeners start going out or people get advanced screenings like a few weeks ahead of time. Right. And the, the rule of thumb and, you know, stupid inside baseball movie stuff like you and I follow all the time is that the later a movie waits to lift its embargo, the worse it and is. The worse it is, Because right. they don't want those bad reviews out for a week, a week or two at a time because people won't go see it. So, like, Mission Impossible was the complete opposite with Fallout. Yeah. They started releasing... Last year. Well, it was like it <laughs> yeah. was like a full month before. Like, we started hearing, oh, it's the Dark Knight and all this stuff. Like, it's a month away, guys. But yeah. So then the other ones, when, you know, it's like it releases on Friday and the embargo gets lifted on Wednesday, you're just like, uh-oh. Yeah. So I, I kind of want They some, know what they have. Here. Yeah. I want to <laughs> see what's happening with this. So, yeah. Very exciting. I can't wait to see that movie. And the third movie that's being released that same weekend which you are almost equally excited for. Yeah. Is A Star is Born. Yes, I I've been brainwashed. <laughs> I mean like the first 10 times I saw the trailer, I was like, okay, you know, Bradley Cooper directing. I I can get behind that a little bit. The song's starting to get a little catchy, you know, okay. It's it's hooked you. And then now I'm like 30 views of the trailer <laughs> in deep and I'm like, you know, my wife and daughter are running around the house singing the Lady Gaga song. I'm like, mm-hmm. Okay, well, I think I'm I'm in on this yeah, movie you, now. You already, and then you saw Wade Garrett, you know. And, oh yeah, once and, you and, see and Wade Garrett in any movie, you're like, yeah, I'm in. Who looks like Bradley Cooper's father? I don't know if that's who he plays in that. Uh, yeah, but he looks. Oh yeah, like, like yes, and he looks like Wade Garrett. Like, did <laughs> Sam Elliott stop aging in, in, in like eighty? Yeah, like eighty nine. <laughs> like he's just always been the same age because he, you know, it actually looks like Wade Garrett. Doesn't he have long hair in this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. There's a, he, he looks like an older Bradley Cooper. Yeah. But like they cast that very well. Yeah. So if, I, if that's his dad, do we know that's his dad? No, I think dad? it kind of gives you the impression that maybe it is. Okay. But because I think he's giving him some kind of advice. Fatherly advice. Yeah. Fatherly advice. Yeah. Exactly. If it's not, then they miscast. Yeah. Because <laughs> it should be his dad. <laughs> Half star deduction if, <laughs> if Sam Elliott is not Bradley Cooper's dad. So yeah. I, this one's kind of grown on me, and and I'm hearing a lot of buzz at the festivals that it's actually as good as it it looks to be. Um, I kind of started out making fun of the movie because Bradley Cooper puts on his it's all playing. shucks American sniper voice again, where he's like, "I just want to look at you again," you know. That I'm like, <laughs> "All right, what are we doing?" But the song has really stuck in my head, and the more I see the trailer, and actually, I don't know if you had this experience. Before one of the movies I saw recently, maybe a simple favor, I got a Star is Born trailer that was not like any other trailer I've seen. Oh, I I've only seen the one. Okay. So before, I think it was a simple favor, we we got a different one, and it, it wasn't near as good. It didn't even play like the main song, song with yeah. Lady Gaga and stuff. So yeah, I'm glad they led with the trailer that they did. But Bradley Cooper could be a really huge director debut for him. It's getting all sorts of awards buzz. I'm I'm on board, even just for the soundtrack. So I, I'm at a floor of three, a ceiling of five. Wow. I, I'm a sucker for this one now. Wow. Yeah. I wasn't that high. I, I had a floor at two and a half. I think a ceiling at three and a half. I mean, I feel like it's going to be a pretty, pretty straightforward plot. I mean, I think I know what I'm getting. It's, oh, she came out of her shell, and then now she's, you know, 
yeah, singer. I, but I, you I, got I, the added layer of Bradley Cooper's a drunk and dealing with the side effects of that. Yeah. And I, I have not I, seen either of the originals. Originals? Oh, you didn't know this was a remake? No. Yeah, so there's a version of it. I Oh, God, I'll be wrong on this one, but like maybe 40s or 50s-ish. But then the famous version is from the 70s with Chris Christopherson playing the Bradley Cooper role and Barbara Streisand playing the Lady Gaga role. So this is a remake. Okay. Yes. Well, all right. So maybe I should go watch the original before, or one of the originals before I see this one, but... I don't think so. I, <laughs> you don't I, think I, so? I, I don't want it. I mean, to me, it's standalone. Okay. And that's how I'm going to go see it. And people are going to say, well, it's not as good as, well, whatever. Yeah. I, I only know this version. So, and even then I'm still, I think I know the plot already. Maybe. And I know what's going to happen. But that doesn't mean it couldn't be executed it, really well. It doesn't mean, but it doesn't mean it's going to, I think it needs to do something that i'm not expecting to get above sure and maybe gets to a four but i'm saying probably three and a half okay so that's where i'm at i've just become a, a sucker for these kinds of movies anymore i don't know whether i'm getting older or more sympathetic but like the star is born and looks really appealing i obviously liked la la land a lot um, i watched a movie this past weekend called hearts beat loud with nick offerman and it's a story about him and his daughter writing music together so like these music fueled storytelling movies i don't know why it's just it's right up my alley lately for some reason so Super pumped for that one. I would rank them for that first weekend. Yeah, Bad Times, Star is Born, and Venom. But I, Man, I may not have... That, that, I mean, truly, that's a, that's a rough weekend for Venom. That is a bad weekend for Venom. I which, mean, again, makes me wonder if they, if they know that. If they know that... Well, sometimes they'll jockey for release dates, you know, try to find... I mean, so as we... Well, I mean, they're, they're not the same genre. You no. Know? And so as far as your audience, you know, while you're... Your wife is seeing a star is born, you know, you can go see Venom. Right, but you your know. kids want to see Venom. You know what I mean? Like yeah. but usually they don't like the double stack movies. This is triple stack, depending on how you look at it. Where right. whereas, you know, you and I were kind of talking about the calendar, October's kind of front loaded. Yeah. I mean, Venom could have snuck in. I mean, would you rather compete against A Star is Born and Bad Times or go compete against Halloween or maybe Johnny English too? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Yeah, and, and I also wonder what, what Sony's, like, what movies they have released, because they obviously they want to be close to their own movie. Right. And so maybe they just said, you know what, we have different uh, different demographics that mm -hmm. we're going for, so let's just let's just do it. Yeah, no, it, it absolutely could be. I'll be... And maybe somebody will see one on Thursday, one on Friday, one on Saturday, like uh, some of us may do. I'm hoping to. I, <laughs> the tricky part for me is my daughter doesn't want to see Venom, but my wife and my son do, so i got to figure out something to do, and then obviously... Maybe at home. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of my kids will want to see Bad Times or A Star is Born, but my wife and I do. So it's going to be a weird family weekend for us because we're going to be a lot of time spent at the theaters, I think. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to jump ahead a week. Finally. Finally. And get to uh, First Man. Yes. Which, again, this is just the, the month of you. It is. This is. I can't wait. So I'll let, I'll let you take it. Yeah. So I don't understand why everybody isn't super excited for this. <laughs> I it's got everything right like damien chazelle is directing who he did whiplash and la la land which i gave both of those five stars he was up for best picture i think for both of those and fake one for la la land until moonlight took it away it's got ryan gosling um a bunch of other people are in it too i know claire foy is getting a lot of um love but it's about neil armstrong and the moon mission that got him there what, I mean, what's not to love about any of that? Everybody loves space movies. Everybody likes true stories. Everybody likes biopics. 
everybody likes Ryan Gosling. So it's perfect. It's it's right at my alley. The only thing that could make this better would be if it was somehow Christopher Nolan directing and not Damien Chazelle. But I mean, I Damien Chazelle is the next person I would pick he, he, for that. He's your number two guy right now. Yeah. 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 So I think I told you this on the side, but if Christopher Nolan ever directs a Ryan Gosling movie, I'm going to watch it, rate it five stars, and retire from movie Prime watching. Mo- that, be done. It will never get any better. Not movie watching because you'll just loop that one for, <laughs> right for yeah, the rest of yeah. your life i will but... cease watching any other movie <laughs> any other movie there yeah go. so I, I am super pumped i i think I, I do think that the trailer isn't anything overly special i i think it's not trying i don't think damien chazelle movies rely on trailers i i never really saw the trailer for la la land i definitely did not see the trailer for whiplash right so i don't know that his movies translate to the typical trailer kind of buzz i think he's relying on who he is and who he's cast and the story that it's there to speak for itself. Um, so I will fully admit the trailer. I like it because of what I know it represents and what's about to come. Not because I thought the trailer was really awesome or anything. Yeah. To, to me, this comes down to, well, I think the movie will be well made, well acted when you come with a, such a well-known story that you're telling that it takes a lot of the suspense out of it. I know he's going to make it to the moon. I know he's going to walk on the moon and I know he's going to make it home safely. And sure. So it, it takes, it takes, but do you know all it. the ins and outs of how that came to be? I know that, that any time that things are going to be suspenseful as they showed in the trailer, that it's not really suspenseful because I know the outcome. So do you feel that about every true story? Every true story that I know the story. So you don't enjoy watching Apollo 13? Well, I've seen it before. I didn't know the story of Apollo 13 before I watched it. Yeah, but do you do you not enjoy it on any of the subsequent rewatches because you know what's going to happen? Yeah, I mean it's not a five star movie for me. No, I'm just saying. I mean, how how it's far like does Paxton. something how far does something drop just because you know the I'm outcome? Just, it's like watching a movie it, about World War II. I mean, you generally speaking are going to know kind of the outcome of some of it. I know some of it. Right. Th- this is about him walking on the moon and coming back in his preparation for that. Sure. And so that that's why it's the the crux of the movie is him getting to the moon. Yes. For, for, from what I gather. Now, it could be. I would assume. And so when that's your climax, you know, most World War II movies have a subplot of something going sure. on during the war. And yes, I know the Nazis didn't win, <laughs> you know, but they could fail in their mission or right. they could, you know, who's all going to survive? I don't know. Because whether that's a true story of that particular company or whatever. I don't know. Um, but th- this one seems pretty cut and dry, and a lot of it's trial and error from what I gather. They're trying things, and I'm sure to be a good tale and maybe even a... I don't know how even accurate it's going to be. Who knows? But true. I think it'll be well-directed, because he's proven that. Uh, I think it'll be well-acted, because it seems to have a good cast. Seems. Seems. Easy. Easy. <laughs> and uh, But... I just don't know if it's going to wow me. So that, that's why I have a floor of two and a half, but then I put the ceiling at four. So my floor is a four and my <laughs> ceiling is a five. <laughs> I just don't see any way it's going to drop below that. Wow. I, well, wow. And that's there's some data behind that. He, he's got two movies. A floor of four. He's got two movies strong. under his belt, and they're both fives. How many, how many directors can you say that for? <laughs> Not many. So I'm <laughs> I'm assuming that even if Damien Chazelle makes a lower quality movie than Whiplash or La La Land, it won't drop off significantly enough to go all the way down to three and a half. 
He, to me, he's earned that. I mean, batting a thousand right now. What mm. can you do? <laughs> but I think I would be very interested to look through some of your ratings and see where you land on other true stories because I think that a movie can still be very, very well made. It can still be a five star movie, even though you know what the outcome is. That's the that's the tricky part, though. You have to figure out how to make you go through those ranges of emotions, even though maybe you know the general outcome of the movie. You need to teach people something. You need to take them on a journey, even though they may know the start and the end point. Maybe they don't know all the journey in between. And I, I think it's, I, I get your point about, obviously you're not going to be worried that Neil Armstrong isn't going to make it to the moon because we know that he did, but that's going to be Chazelle's challenge for that to still make a very good movie despite that being known. Right. But I think it no, can be I, done. I, I agree. It, can it? Yeah. That mm -hmm. depends on what he centers the story around. Sure. You know, and that's what we're going to find out. But if it's, if it's what it depicts, it is currently, you know, it's like, I, I know there's no, there's no drama in that part of the movie for me. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I just keep going back to Apollo 13 because I've, I've watched that in the last year and it's still a very, very good movie despite one, the fact that you know that nothing's going to happen. And two, I've even seen the movie before. So it's still a very well-made movie. It's not a five-star movie. No, and, it's not. And, and especially because you know how, I mean, rewatching it's very different. Sure. Because you can appreciate it of how you felt the first time you watched it. Right. And I didn't know the story of Apollo 13 before I watched Apollo 13. I know, I know Neil. Right. I know Buzz. I know they both <laughs> make it back alive. Right. If there's a third guy that died, I think I would have heard about it. You know, so, <laughs> sure. so if there's someone stranded on the moon, I think I would have heard about it. Right. You know, but. No, this uh, is the untold story. This is the untold story yeah. of, yeah. So if he decides to take some creative liberties with it, then, then okay. You know, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Sure. But, but that's just my, uh, my impression of it so far. Yeah. I'm intrigued because it's the first non-musical influenced Damien Chazelle movie. I mean, Whiplash was not a musical, but very heavy on the music. Heavy on music. And then La La Land clearly was a musical. So this is the first really step out of, I don't know. What worked. Comfort zone, what worked. Yeah. So it'll be very interesting to see how, what his career is like after this. Because this is really probably the first big step into the larger world of, of movie making. So very, very excited for this for an, a million different reasons. One small step. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> All right, so last but not least for October, on October 19th, the new Halloween. New Halloween was bringing, bringing her back. So, and I think I sent you this, but it's the, did I say it was the 9th or the 11th movie? Uh, I think it's 11. Oh, God, that's, that's a lot. I can see Halloween 8 box, and I know there's been H2O and, and whatever, the last one, yeah. Rob Zombie. Yeah. Rob Zombie got two of them. It's, yeah, so. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's. Way too much. Way too, way too many Halloweens. Yeah. But at least with this one, I don't know. How do you describe this? Because it's, it's not a reboot because it's acknowledging the first one. It's acknowledging that Michael Myers was in the first one. Well, Jamie Lee Curtis. Well, right. I don't know if they're saying she's the same girl. No, it is. It's oh, her okay. because she talks about how she's been waiting 40 years. Well, I, I knew that. For that. So it, it's, I don't know what all is canon or not in this. but it's, it, So it's not a full-blown reboot. But it's because she was also in H two O, and she was also yeah. in a couple other ones. But I don't know where they cut it off and where yeah. they're adding. Yeah, is, is Busta Rhymes still <laughs> still in this? Right. Um, and so yeah, she said she's been waiting forty years to to hunt him, and she's been preparing and whatnot. Yeah, but it doesn't seem like that was the same lady that was in 
H2O. Maybe not. It's definitely supposed to be the same lady that is in the first one. So right. it feels like they're acknowledging some of it and getting rid of the rest. Even from the trailer, it looks like it's going back to its roots because it's in the neighborhood mm-hmm. on Halloween night. Um, less uh, generic horror movie slasher and, and really trying to pay homage. Now, whether it does that too much or not, I, I don't know. And I'm not even sure I know what I want out of it because Halloween is my favorite horror movie of all time. Is it? Yes. Okay. I mean, I, you know, people will throw Jaws and stuff in there and, and I get I get it because Jaws really plays out like a horror movie, a monster movie. But to me, it's kind of in its own category. But like out of the horror, horror movies, that first Halloween is so good. It's the way it's filmed, that Michael Myers doesn't say anything. He just stands there and cocks his head and the the score is ridiculous so yeah it's my favorite horror movie of the traditional horror movies and so i'm very interested to see and i i haven't even watched half the sequels i think that are out there because they're just i know they're trash and i don't really want to waste my time on it i probably should check out the rob zombie one but i haven't but i know that danny mcbride who helped write this is a big fan of halloween so i think he he treated it with a little, lot of respect. I just don't know if it's going to be a lot of rehashing of what's in the first one. or it, And that's that's what it looked like to me. It looked a lot of, like you said, tip of the hat to the first one and retread. Yeah. It didn't look like anything new. Um, uh, it's kind of, it looked, to me, it looks like the same. Looks yeah. like the same thing. I think, but I'm, I'm kind of, I, I'm at the point where I'd like to see like even a remake of the original Halloween. I think that's basically this. I a, think so with too. With a twist. With a twist, yeah. So I, I'm I'm excited for it. I have a, there's not much to say about a Halloween movie, to be honest, but I'm at a floor of two and a ceiling of four. Yeah, I'm at a floor of two and a ceiling of three. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think realistically it'll be a four, but, you know, stranger things have happened. It's probably more like a three, three and a half at best, but... I'm just a sucker for Michael Myers. I think it's the coolest horror villain out there. So plain. Well, you say that because you haven't seen the other movies in, well, the mid- in the middle. Well, yeah, but even when I think of like Freddy or Jason, I don't How think... How is he of... different than Jason? Huh? How is he any different than Jason? Jason doesn't talk. He walks around with a machete. Yeah. I... A machete instead of a kitchen knife. But Jason was That's... sort of like superhuman strength kind of stuff. I, the... This was Michael Myers. Not in the first one, though. The first one, he's very much just... Uh, pl- like he doesn't get shot 20 times and bounce back up that's yes, not he like- does in the first one yeah. I-, I thought in the first one the only thing that happened to him before he uh dies in the end is he gets stabbed in the eye with a coat hanger and he gets shot okay does but- he get, get shot I- i'm and it's been I too may, long since I, may, I-, I may be mixing michael myers but i'm pretty sure he gets shot a few times during the movie and still lives yes it, uh, it, it might I, be I, I might be mixing two and three and, I, and, and whatnot and here I'm, I am I'm picturing it in my head <laughs> but i'm like where does one start and where does two well and here i am saying it's my favorite horror movie and i can't even recite it but <laughs> I, I just don't watch a lot of horror movies but now i want to go back and rewatch it because all of them before before the 19th i need you to watch the most 11, i could remember halloween movies <laughs> <laughs> that's not happening the most i could remember is maybe However, it ends like if he's shot and then like the body's not there anymore or something like that. But I don't, I don't remember him being shot during the actual movie. But I guess where I was going is that like some of those other horror movies tend to have like the the superhuman element or you know supernatural. Yeah, and to me, the first Michael Myers, the first Halloween, did not have that. It was just a guy stalking somebody, a crazy guy. Yeah. yeah. 
So I agree with you though. I think it's more likely to be in like the three, three and a half ish range, but I, I'm hoping I'm holding a hope for a four. But I'm still looking more forward to seeing Halloween than I am Venom. Oh, really? Yeah. I told you Venom's my lowest. Boo. Yeah. No. I I don't know which one I'll like more in the end. I think they could be neck and neck to be honest, but uh, yep. My power rankings are definitely first man power one rankings. and bad times at El Royale two. Then Starsborn, then Halloween, then Venom. I think the one that has the most potential to be the best movie is Bad Times. Yeah. And that's where I'm I'll I'll hang my hat on that one. Yeah. That makes me worried though. I that's the one I have the most worry about though. I think I think I have a feel for where the other ones are gonna come in. I genuinely don't have a feel for where Bad Times at the El Royale will come in at, which is scary. But it also makes it exciting, right? It is. I know. That's that's why we go. Yep. All right, well, that's it for October preview. Hopefully, everybody else can go out and uh, see these. We should be talking about all of these on the podcast, so hopefully you'll tune in to those once we release them. As usual, check us out at twoviewsmovies.com. Go hit subscribe to the podcast on either the Google Store or the Apple Store, and leave us a rating or a review because that really helps us out. And we will catch you next time.